Hello, Landon listeners. Welcome back to Landon Life. It has been a very busy week as I've been preparing for Silver Dollar City, which is in Branson. It's near Branson, Missouri. I will be performing there from June 12th to July 4th. Our show times are 1.30, 2.45, 4, and 5.15, and we don't have any shows on Tuesdays. So we'll be there for three weeks. Really excited about it. Hey, can I say something? Yes, what is a biscuit? You know, I just wanted to say that I'm, I'm excited to be here. Well, I'm, I'm happy to have you here. You know, uh, I thought you uh, I thought you had guests on this show. Well, we do, we do have guests. And what are you doing? What are you doing? Well, we're we're promoting our live show dates so fans of ours can come out and see us. Oh, okay, right. And uh, we're also offering uh, photos after the show with, ca- with the characters, and we're uh, doing merch, meet and greets, and all that fun stuff. So we hope to see you there at the Tom and Huck stage at Silver Dollar City, June 12th to July 4th. And uh, we're just having a blast. Really excited about that. We're starting on the road trip. On the road again. I just can't wait to get on the road again. Really? No, I have motion sickness now. Mm-hmm. Well, go ahead and, uh, Biscuit, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and introduce today's guests for Landon Live. Okay. Today's guest is Judy Tenuta. Her stand-up specials have aired on Showtime, HBO, and Lifetime. Judy was featured as the national spokesperson for a series of Diet Dr. Popper commercials. The self-described love goddess and Aphrodite of the Accordion has made hundreds of guest and co-hosting appearances on such popular television shows as The View, Late Night with David Letterman, Larry King Live, Entertainment Tonight, and Comics Unleashed. Unleashed? I wish I was unleashed. Because you got a leash on me. Right, because you're a dog. I'm a dog. Right. Judy is a two-time Grammy Award nominee. Her comedy albums include Attention Butt Pirates and Lesbitarians and In Goddess We Trust. Judy was the first female stand-up comic to win Best Female Comedian at the American Comedy Awards. She's a trailblazer and a legend. That she is, Biscuit. That she is. Judy has co-starred in several independent films, including Going Down in La La Land, Gibsonburg, and most recently, Garlic and Gunpowder. You've also seen her on General Hospital, Corey in the House, and alongside Hilary Duff in Material Girls. I'm very excited to introduce today's guest to Landon Live, Judy Tenuta. Yeah, I can see you. Okay, great. Yay. Well, as you know, during this pandemic, I go from room to room and pretend I'm in a different city. <laughs> so I keep myself like, oh, I'm in Paris right now. I'm in Paris. Ah, <laughs> oh. oh, such a shall We are the children of Paris. Oh, yeah. I can be anywhere I want to be. So that's what I'm doing. That's great. You're oh. traveling in the mind of, of Judy Tenuta. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to pretend. Yeah, I, you know. Yeah, each room is a different city. So it works out pretty well. Yeah, that's awesome. So let's let's get in right, right into it. How did you get into showbiz? Did you, what, what did you do well, before comedy? What's your story? Well, they didn't, I, you know, I actually wanted to be a poodle groomer, but you know, they had too many of them. So I thought, oh good, I'll go right into show business because you know, they're related. Anyway, um, 
I, I, uh, well, no, see, first when I was, I majored in theater at the University of Illinois and I wanted to be an actress. So with my college roommate, we went to New York and I thought, oh, good. I'll just audition like Goldie Hawn did and maybe I could be on a show like Laughing. Not. Okay. <laughs> so I go there and there's 500 actresses per part right. to audition for. So I said, you know, this is like, no, I don't want to be doing this. In my, and my friend Joyce said, you need to get your accordion and just do your own act. So I have the accordion with me because <laughs> my mother made me bring it with me to New York. Isn't that funny? So I scared I a that. lot of people. Yeah, it was scary to people. Anyway, and then I just decided to start my own act. And luckily, mm -hmm. I, I well, not luckily that I ran out of money. I ran out of money in New York. And then I had to go back to home to Chicago. And luckily at that time, they they opened all these comedy clubs. So I could go to, um, oh, are you getting a call? No, I, sorry. I, that was just a... No, no, no. I, I, I could go to La Pub, which Tom Dreesen ran. And mm. um, I can't even think of all of the clubs. There was the Maroon Raccoon Zanies. Uh... Sylvester's, the Comedy Showcase, Byfields, just a lot of places to work. So I, yeah, then I, then I brought my accordion and I said, hey, pigs, let's party. Yeah, the world is going mental. You're getting kind of moody. It's time to listen to me, the goddess Judy. I'm the queen of love, the princess of romance. Shake it up, stud puppets. Party in your pants. <laughs> Here, you can sh show it again, I'll, and we can see. see? There you go. <laughs> I love that. So, how did the accordion uh, come to be? When, when, whose idea was that? And when did you? How did you well, learn to play it? Uh, well, you see, my accordion was my mom's IUD, but it didn't work very well because I popped out wearing it, and then I just, you know, and then I had to keep playing it. So that's that's really what happened. I had to. Wow. Yeah, I had a, you know, I had to, I had to play it because you know it was on me. Wow. So how long did it take you to find your style as a comedian? I don't know. I'm just a goddess. Yeah. <laughs> I play my squeeze box, and you know, I'm a. Petite, do you know my titles? I'm the petite flower giver goddess, fashion plate saint, earth mother hostess, geisha girl, buffer of foreheads, healer of hermaphrodites, blesser of bunions, queen of candy pants, and empress of Elvis impersonators. Wow, that's yeah. it. <laughs> so I have a lot of titles. Yeah. And uh, that's what happened. Wow. Oh, that's phenomenal. So were you on any, so you had, you said that you had uh, gone to college for, what, what were you? What was your major? Well, first I majored in art, so mm -hmm. I was. Let's see if I can show you something that I I don't have it in this. I would have to take it off the wall, so I don't want to take anything off the wall. But uh, I 
I I have paintings that I did. And then, but then, you know, I would get, you know, uh, painting and uh, sculpture is very isolated, right? You mm -hmm. have to be by yourself, unless you're Picasso. Picasso would have a whole audience with him while he would paint. and But, you know, I mean, he was one of a kind. So he put on a whole show. But yeah. um, normally you, you're in your studio or whatever, your space alone. Which, by the way, as a comedian, you also have to do that to make up your material. However, um, I what I didn't like was I would paint something and it takes hours and days and sometimes even a month or whatever. And then somebody would go, oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's really beautiful. Okay, thanks. Um, whereas, you know, you really kind of need instant gratification. So I would say things, you know, I would say... You know, I I just decided I uh, I would rather be doing my own act, you know, wow. and and say things like, "Oh, I'm Judy, the love goddess, and a petite flower, fashion plate saint," and uh, you know, oh yeah, I'm on this airplane and this pig is sitting next to me. He looked like a squid in stretch pants, you know, and and. Um, you know stuff like that. So wow. So how 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 far into college were you when you came to that realization? No, no. I had to. Well, I majored in in theater, and I graduated mm -hmm. with a in theater, and I had a minor in acting. Okay, gotcha. And then no, no, no. I may I, I had a major in theater and a minor in art, and then uh, and then I went to Europe with my friend. And then we decided, oh, we're going to New York. So that's what happened. We mm -hmm. went to New York. I would go to these auditions, and it was real, and and uh, it was just very disheartening because it's five hundred people, and I go, this doesn't work for me. So um, I I went back to Chicago, as I told you, and then they had all these comedy clubs, so I could do my show. And Tom Dreesen was the first one to bring me on stage. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know who he is, but he's. Tom Dreesen ran the comedy clubs in club in Chicago, mm -hmm. and um, and that's what happened. Yeah. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Great. Wow. So, really? <laughs> I well, what, what was what was it like your first time on stage? Did it click for you and the audience, or was it like yes, you had to yes, work at it, yes, or what was yes. your? No. It, yes, I did very well, and that's why mm -hmm. I didn't understand. Uh, the the third time I went on, it was like I had a tough time, and then I found out by studying all the other comics like George Carlin and everybody. Everybody has to bomb so they can learn from it because not everybody. Some everybody bombs, even you know Eddie Murphy, mm -hmm. you know when they're just learning. So sure. it's part of it. So, so did you, you find that that the more that you the more times that you performed on stage and the more that you grew as an, as a, as an act that your persona on stage grew as well, or were you always the Judy to that we know today? <laughs> uh, well, uh, yes, I became, no, I was always, yes, I became like this. Oh, I'm the love goddess. I'm the, I, first I started, Oh, I'm the petite flower. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so then it grew and grew. And then I, and then it was also the love goddess, and I told you all my titles, mm -hmm. so I had a lot of titles. And um, and then of course I had the squeeze box. And do I you say them all on stage? 
Or do you I have one that you choose? Give, what? Do you do you say them all on stage, all of your titles, or do you have one well, that you? Uh, well, yeah, sometimes. But yeah. here I, I'm the Aphrodite of the accordion. At, uh, you know, so there she is. Mm-hmm. And um, um, yeah, so you know, but it's it's more exciting to talk about all the fun things that I got to do. Sure. Um, Oh, one of my biggest gigs that I was very excited about, I got to open for Jay Leno uh, at the Punchline in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, you know, he was really great with me, but it was really funny. After, after the show, I said, hey, Tanuta, you're funny, but, you know, let's go shopping. Let's go. He goes, let's go get, let's go to the, uh, down there, they had a store called Piggly Wiggly. And Mm -hmm. I go, yeah, yeah, Tanuta, let's go to the Piggly Wiggly. So we went in there and he, all he wanted to do, I, I started getting vegetables. Ah, what do you want with that sissy food? And he just got a big pizza. <laughs> and we had pizza. But yeah, he, you know, he was great. And he was the only guy, he was the only comedian I know that could eat something. Like he would eat a bucket of chicken and then he could go right on stage and not have a problem. I have to, I can't eat just before I go on, you know. Sure. I have to wait, I have to wait a little. Yeah, yeah. Not him. Oh no, he was eating a bucket of chicken, as they say. And here's your host, Jay Leno, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah." So it was pretty great. Oh man! Wow. Well, uh, we have a comment here from Heather Meadows. She says, "Where's your favorite place to perform?" Oh, that's very tough because there's many places. I love Texas. I've been, Mm -hmm. I've been all over Texas, and I loved Houston. Dallas, Corpus Christi, uh, Austin, you name it. I loved it. I loved all. And then uh, I I love Atlanta. I love Chicago, my hometown, Mm -hmm. New York City. And, and, uh, of course, now I'm living in L.A. with all the la la. uh, uh. Is that your real nose? Look, at here's everybody's nose in L.A. So I don't have one of those yet, but yeah. So, um, you know, it's just, and also I like to perform in Toronto. I opened for George Carlin there in Toronto. We did a show there and it was freezing and he made me wear some kind of Buffalo cape so I could stay warm. (laughs) And uh, no, that was great. And, you know, but there's a lot of, I, it just depends on the people. If the people are good, I mean, I love it in Florida too. I I work uh, all over Florida, mm-hmm. and you know I can't even name all the cities: Jacksonville, West Palm Beach, Palm Beach, um, uh, Boca. Oh, have you been to Boca? No, I have not. Okay. <laughs> Grab your Mercedes and your Gucci bag. We're doing the Boca Poca. <laughs> I made up a song for them. And um, yeah, just, just a lot of places there. Uh, yeah, so Miami, you know, all, all of them. It was really, it's really great to work there. Even, oh, Sarasota, I must not forget, where they have the clown college and everything. Yeah, it was great. So I actually, what what's great about doing comedy, and whether you're a comedian or a magician or mm-hmm. a ventriloquist, 
You know, you get to travel the whole, that's how I saw the whole country. I think I, I performed in every state, which is kind oh, of. Oh, neat. That's Even great. North Dakota, South Dakota, Lincoln, Nebraska, <laughs> you name it. Wow. That's... Even Salt Lake City, Utah. Yes, all over. That's phenomenal. We have a comment here from uh, Sh uh, Sherry Brown Rosner. She says, do you have a ritual that you do before going on stage? Oh, thank you. What, what a, these are really good questions. I'm used they to are. getting, hey, Jenny, you know, like Rosner. Hey, Jenny, <laughs> do you have any pizza I could borrow? Well, first of all, you can't borrow pizza. You <laughs> either eat it or you don't. You don't borrow pizza because you have to eat it. And then how do you give it back? Right. right. So we're not doing that. Okay. Don't, don't do that. It's the same thing. Like, Oh, Timuta, can I borrow? Yeah. None of this borrow. Pizza. <laughs> anyway. Uh, wait, what was it? What was this one now? <laughs> I do have a ritual that you do oh, before yes. going on stage. This, this is a very brilliant. We have some very brilliant listeners. Um, Yes, I actually do. I do a mm -hmm. breathing. I go. I do. And um, I, I can't do the, well, I would have to take off my accordion and I do this whole exercise, but you can't, I have to move this back. So, you know. I'm here. I, you know, I do all that stuff. Yeah. And then I, yeah. and then I have to get mad, believe it or not. <laughs> really? Get, oh, yeah. Well, I don't know if you've been watching the um, the uh, uh, series about Michael Jordan, you know, the greatest basketball player that ever lived. But mm -hmm. he he had he, it was kind of like whoever set him off that, that they were they better not do that because he's going to score. Anyway, uh, I'm kind of like, oh, that pig. I'm like, I'm going to go out there and get these pigs. You know, so I, I, I love that. Yeah, I kind of have to be like that. But I'm mm. also very excited about going out before I go out. I'm very excited. Um, and, and you know, so I, I do these things like I breathe and I go, oh, and yeah. And then I come out and big. And all that. Wow. Wow. I love that. So do you have a favorite memory from a show? Oh, yes. Uh Oh, well, one of my, I wasn't well known yet, but I was getting there. Mm -hmm. So it was, in fact, I believe I already did Letterman. So I was, I was known and I came back to Chicago and they had a naval base uh, uh, there. And uh, the, I got, I got called to do a show there for all the sailors. So I was very excited. So they were like, it, and I forget what it was called. It was the, uh, it's the naval base in Chicago, and I can't remember the name of it. It's I don't know. Anyway, um, and and I was very excited about doing it, and I thought to myself, okay, what am I going to do? Uh, they said to me, Judy, the admiral is going to be in the audience, and I thought, oh, good, but I'm there for the thousand sailors. That's right. who I care about. So I went out on the stage, and the first thing I always said was, Hey, pigs, what do you say? We discipline the admiral. Oh, my God. They started screaming. I couldn't talk 
for a minute. They wow. were screaming and clapping. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they, they, they're they used to being slaves all day, right? Right. So I'm turning it around and making them, you know, the kings. So, mm -hmm. and, and needless to say, after the show, <laughs> the Admiral didn't want to meet me, but all the sailors did. So that's okay. Wow, that's great. Do you have, uh, <laughs> so this is this is a fun story. Oh, uh, it was called the Navy Pier, yeah, the Na Navy Pier um, Naval Base. Anyway, yeah, go okay. ahead. Okay, yeah, we have a comment from uh, P uh, Peter Michael uh, Hafty. He said, was it the uh, Great Lakes Naval Base? Was that oh, it? Yes, is yeah. that Pete Hefty? Uh, yes. Hi, Pete. I know Pete. We did comedy many, many years ago when I started with him. And Bob Rumba, and it was at the uh, it was at the uh, Magic Club. What was it? Oh, come on! They know. I, see, this is terrible. I can't remember the name of all the. But anyway, Pete okay. Hefty, hi, hi, Pete, and he's a, he's a he's a great magician, by the way. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, do you have a? Uh, <laughs> this is interesting. So you talked about your your favorite type of. Uh, Favorite experiences is show in a few different places that you enjoy performing. Um, can you tell us a little about it? Was I believe it was 1986, and it was you and Bob. Oh yes, my good buddy Bob Rumba, who's like my brother, mm -hmm. and we grew up. We met at at Ratzos, which was a comedy club in Chicago, in 1975 or something. Anyway. Mm -hmm. And so you were still a thought. You were just a thought. But anyway. Yeah, um, I don't even know if I was so, that. <laughs> yeah. We, so anyway, uh, this was a great time for anybody to become, do their own act. Um, mm -hmm. So I met Bob there. And uh, and then, we, you know, we would always go to the clubs together. We would go to all, you know, the comedy showcase, Zanies, you name it. Anyway, uh, well, then. In uh, 1986, I do believe I had just done Letterman, and I got called. To, I, I I made up a video that I wanted to film, so I came to New York to film it. And uh, a good a friend of mine, Rick, was working, and he said, "Judy, I have a very special thing, and it is Mick Jagger's birthday party oh, at man. the Palladium in New York." And I said. Oh my God! You mean I? Could, yeah, he goes. But you have to act like you belong there. So you, you can't. You know, you got to act really cool. You know, and all that. Well, okay. So I bring Bob. The, uh, hello. Like, how can you be undercover with Bob? So we <laughs> and first of all, at that time, nobody. They had all this food, and Bob, mm -hmm. Bob and I were starving. You know, because yeah. we didn't have any money at that time, and. Uh, we were starving. All this food is out, and nobody was eating it because they're all, you know, doing this anyway. Um, no, they were all. Nobody was eating. So mm -hmm. the first thing Bob and I do is we go and get all the food, <laughs> like Scooby and Shaggy, <laughs> piling yeah, up your we, plates. We, yeah. Yeah, we kind of stood out. Uh -huh. and then it's Mick Jack, and they said, "Whatever you do, don't get too excited if you see Mick Jagger, but probably." He won't be there. Well, sure enough, we're sitting in these big, giant, gothic pews. And Bob says, Judy, turn around, look. And it was Mick Jagger with, uh, at the time, his wife was Jerry Hall. So, and everything. Anyway, 
So, oh my God, it was so exciting. And we had tried not to be too excited. And then we met um, Hall and Oates, and they were fantastic. But the best part was we met Jack Nicholson. And uh, <laughs> uh, he's, he's like, these two teenage girls are hanging on him. They were like 17. And, you know, I think we tried to say hi to him, but he didn't really pay attention to us until Bob made a balloon hat and put it on <laughs> his <laughs> And Jack Nicholson said, what are you doing here? What are you doing to me? You know, and then, you know, he took it off. And I think he was kind of cool about it. But it was the most, it was so exciting. And I believe on the way out, we went downstairs. And I'm not kidding. I saw Cher. And I couldn't even talk. Cher! Wow. wow. What a party. Yeah. yeah. I know. It's like very exciting. Yeah. Wow. And uh, we were the only ones that ate at the party because they were all, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Anyway, it was the best party you could ever imagine. Yeah, it was great. Wow. And Bob is a ventriloquist. So he said, hey, why don't you get John Arvitis to make you? So I needed... I always needed a personal assistant and someone to help me with my clothes. So here's Brandon. This is this is Brandon Savage. Brandon, here's Brandon. <laughs> oh, whoa, hi. Hi, hi there. How are you, Brandon? Doing fine. How are you, Brandon? <laughs> I'm just fabulous. Oh, I love going through Judy's closet. Yeah, you're always in the closet. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he's, uh, he's, uh, yeah, Brandon, what have you done with your hair? Oh, well, I had a late day. <laughs> All right. So anyway, Brandon was my first, uh, he's, as you can see, I don't know what he's got. Maybe he's got the virus. You see how his eyes are going? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so he was built. So tell us the story. So you, you, you did ske uh, sketches with him, and, and you brought him to to clubs, and would do things with him here and uh, here and there. And he was your your style, your hairstylist. Is that right? Yes, but he would also help me with my gums. Oh yeah, I love your gums. Yeah, he would you know help me with that. And wow. um, yeah, so, I know. And, and so then, what happened to his body? <laughs> oh yeah, I had give his body away because you know a body is just a mortal coil yes that's <laughs> right Brandon. it's just a mortal coil so all, all you really need is your brain right yes oh, oh. yes and um so he was, <laughs> yeah so he was he was just oh, fine man. with that <laughs> yeah anyway brandon do you have to go and do something Yes, I've got to put gel in my hair. Okay, so we're going to let Brandon go now, right? Yeah, thank you, you for being else? a part of this, Brandon. Yeah, but any other questions for him? Uh, let's see if we can see you. Oh, yeah, there we I go. Gave, I, Brandon, who did I give your body to? Oh, you gave it to some guy. <laughs> yeah, I gave it to another ventriloquist who needed a body. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I don't need it. It's okay. <laughs> I just need my gel. 
and of course my my sequin jacket. Yeah, that's right. Okay, Brandon, you're gonna go go now, right? Yeah, I'm going. Oh, bye, bye, Landa. Bye, Brand. Oh, oh, uh, Bob Rumba said, "Did you give it to Taylor Mason?" That's who I gave. I I gave the bodies <laughs> to Taylor Mason. Wow. Yeah, that's what happened. So could you so, talk a little bit about the design of him? Because he's a very unique and uh, custom-looking character. Could you talk about how yes. he was created? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, first I drew his picture. I, I, I was an artist, you know, so I could yeah. draw. And I drew his picture and I gave it to John Arvitas, who created mm -hmm. him in Chicago, my hometown. And uh, and and then and and yeah, you made him look just like him, right, Brandon? What's going on? Oh, I'm back. Oh yeah, he he has to go. <laughs> always start typical Brandon. Always starving for attention. Yes, oh, I love it. <laughs> it's hilarious. So I'm curious, did you did you have a hairstylist, or have you seen people that inspired you to have that created? To have Brandon? Mm-hmm. Or was he just an idea? Like, like, did you base him off of someone, or did you? Was no, did you, I did just, you just think? I I live in Chicago. I lived across from this gay bar, and okay. I would see gay guys going in and out, and and I would go to do shows, and they would all be outside of um of of my condo apartment, and they would be having argue, lovers quarrels, <laughs> and all I would keep hearing was that kind of voice yeah. and um and i you know so yeah and i just drew him as i pictured him in my head wow he's so great John yeah john revise well that's phenomenal so could you talk oh, i want to transition here to uh, uh your accomplishments could you talk about uh the uh, uh you you won the best female comedian of the year award yes uh, i i uh, it was an award at the American Comedy Awards, and I was the very first one, which means once you win, you cannot be, it's not like the Emmys. You can't be mm -hmm. re-nominated. So then I'm out of the pool, but I was the first one. And you know what that means? I'm the best, 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 the best. So that's what happened. And uh, so that was very exciting. And you saw George Carlin give me the award. That's what I won. Yeah. Yeah, so that yeah, was we played that in the intro club. I yeah, love George great. Carlin. I got to open for him in the summer of 1987, and we had so much fun together because he loved to do voices, and so did I. Mm -hmm. So his manager would yell at us in the back of the limo when we were on the way to the concert, and you know, and George kind of hey Dan, and I and you know, then I'd be some other voice and be like, you know. You know, whatever I would do, and sure. uh, or I would talk like there was this person uh, in, from Chicago called Ann Landers. I would call her Ann Slanders, <laughs> Ann Slanders, and uh, so I would, you know, we would do these voices. We just had fun doing it, mm -hmm. and uh, so it was just really great. We had a lot of fun. Wow, that, that's phenomenal. What was that experience like winning a uh, female comic, winning that award? Uh, a lot of things were happening at the same time, okay? Okay. So it was a very exciting, it was probably the most exciting time in my career because 
not only did I win that, but more importantly, I got a series of Diet Dr. Pepper commercials. So I got to be the spokes goddess for Diet Dr. Pepper, where I said things like, yeah, you can't, you know, I'd be in a gym working out and, and, and I'd say, and then I would be like, I'd put my arms down and the machine would still be going. And I'd say, yeah, you can't get a body like mine in a bottle unless you push real hard. And I'm pushing on a bottle of Diet Dr. Pepper. So, uh-huh. you know, they were really, they were, and they were beautifully produced. They were like little uh-huh. mini movies. So I got to give kudos to the guys who produced those. Was there a, was there a writing team there or did you, did, did you have a say in? Yeah, I, well, uh, I worked with them and actually uh-huh. Emo, uh, Emo Phillips helped somewhat with that. And, um, yeah, so it was. It was a. Uh, those were like, like. You know what's funny about that? I. It's so you don't really realize. You just you just do these things, and mm. then all of a sudden they're on TV, and the next day a whole bunch of people know you. And I'm, you know, I was just like, what the hell's going on? You know, and, and they're like, yeah, and they would come up to me like, yeah, you can't get a body like mine in a bottle. <laughs> yeah. uh, um. And I did, I did four different ones, and they were all great, and I just love them. So I'm very grateful for those, and I want to mm-hmm. give thanks to my manager at the time, Winston Simone. And, it, yeah, they, they were just great. Well, you were also on HBO's Women of the Night. Can you talk yes, a little bit about that? Time. Okay, great. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I want to think which thing came first. Oh, yes, I know. First, I did Women of the Night in 1987, mm-hmm. July of 1987 in L.A. And it was so funny because I was more of a Chicago, New York person. And my manager said, we're flying to L.A. I go, no, nah, I got. And then you get there and, you know, it's kind of great because, you know, it's always 75 or 80 degrees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And unless you get an earthquake, then, well, whatever. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's it's just great, and I, I filmed a great. I had so much fun with all of the, you know, you know Ellen. You might have heard of her, Ellen, Ellen mm-hmm. Chetteris, yeah, Rita Rudner, and Paul Poundstone. It was just great, and I'm very grateful for that. That was so fantastic, and I got the best review. And George Carlin, the next day, it aired. It aired. After we filmed it, you see, they film it first and then they edit it. And then I was opening for George that July and it was, they aired it and, and it was on national TV and, and George said, Oh my God, did you see the review you got in the New York times? And he read it to me. Here's George Carlin. You know, and I was just like, Oh my God. I can't what a memory. It. Yeah. The king of comedy is talking to me, but I go, Hello, shouldn't be this be the other way around. Anyway, so he was really great, and uh, it was really exciting. Yeah, that was just fantastic. Wow! And Phenomenal. I got a week's supply of Diet Dr Pepper. No, I got more. No, I got more than that. I got a whole bunch, but um, those were just fantastic. Yeah. Well, now, um, what I've heard about about you, Judy, is during during your show and from time to time, um, you get possessed. I do. Yes. I do get possessed. You never know who's like, oh, wait, who's coming in? Who's coming in now? Oh, hello. 
I am Valeria Trump, your first lady. And of course, you know, I'm very excited. I was given a trophy. Where is my trophy? Oh, it's probably in the other room with my son, Baron. And uh, I got a trophy for women of extinction. So I was very excited for that. And uh, I want to wish Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Yeah, okay. Bye-bye. Okay, so okay, so she's gone. And then... Um, Have you ever been possessed by Chris Rock? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my... Bob did that, didn't he? Um, uh, you know, I love Chris Rock. And I get on the phone with them. You know, uh, I just can't stop it. My dad would come home. He says, can't you save me some chicken? I want some chicken and robotussin. Why can't I have chicken with robotussin? Huh? Anyway, yeah, so I, I, love, I love Chris Rock, yeah. Wow. And, uh, and then, of course, who else? Do, well, of course, hello, my roommate blows in. Hey, you guys. Hi, hi, Lennon. I lost weight and crap, but I still got a blowhole. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, uh, every man is attracted to me, you know, because I'm like Venus, the planet. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. Okay, bye, everyone. So I'm curious, do you have a favorite, um, a favorite, uh, uh, possession that, uh, that you, that you, uh, or sorry, a, a favorite impression that you, that you enjoy the most, or maybe that you find the audience most receptive to? Uh, well, you see, I don't, uh, I don't, uh, uh, well, I do m malaria, malaria in mm. my show and they love okay. her. Yeah. They love her. When I and I don't make her political either. She's always talking about, oh, you know, when I was living in Slovenia, of course, I enjoy long rides on ox cart, waiting in line for toilet paper, and uh, raw potatoes, <laughs> and of course, boa. I love to wear boa. So yes, yeah. So anyway, I do her, and then. Every once in a while. Oh, oh, Cher. What about Cher? If I could turn back tail, <laughs> I would date a penis. Oh, Cher. So, yeah. <laughs> I get possessed by different people. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so it's very fun. Mm -hmm. Um. But but you know what's really I really enjoy is if if I feel that I've helped someone, I get letters from kids like this, this one kid, a couple kids I'll never forget, and they, you know, Judy, I'm uh, this one kid um, from Buffalo, New York, and um, he was very sick, and he said, you know, I always, <laughs> before I get an operation, I always say what you say, you cannot possess me. No, uh, I, I would say that. And, uh -huh. uh, besides, it can happen, and um, and and it was just very sweet. And I just like to know that whatever I'm doing makes someone happy. So when sure. I get these letters from these kids or moms or people, 
that say, oh, you, you brighten my day. That's what's really important to me, mm-hmm. you know, that I help someone, you know. Sure. Yeah, so that's that's what I that's why I do it. I don't do it to drive people crazy. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but it's really funny. I don't know how your parents are with you. Mm-hmm. But my mom would forget that I'm a comedian. So I'll never, you know, I was getting ready to do a huge show in Chicago. And I lived right below my parents. My parents had a condo. And then mm-hmm. I lived in the condo below them. Right. I was headlining, and Bob knows because he was going to be coming on stage with me as one of my love buckets, you know, throwing flowers to the audience and all that. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, my mom acts like it's, a, you know, here I am. I'm getting everything all ready to go to the Park West, which in Chicago is a very big venue. I mean, Tina Turner played there, you know, every, you know, everybody. So, um, yeah. I'm getting ready to do this big show at the Park West. My mom calls her, "Hey, hey, Judy, I I need a I need a head of lettuce because we're gonna play Pinochle, and I need you to get a head of lettuce." I go, "Mom, I've got to be on stage at the Park West." Go, Here's my mom. Can it wait? No, <laughs> no, it cannot. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's it's really funny. It was really hysterical. Bob knows because he was there. Anyway, it was really hysterical. Anyway, did you know? I don't know you. Um. Uh, did you know that I have a daughter? I did not. But it's interesting because we have a question that says Judy would oh. make a great puppet with a talking accordion. Oh. How sweet. Look, this could be the teeth. Hello, hello. Roll out your barrel. Have a barrel. Yeah. <laughs> so your daughter, though, you were saying? I, I you know, I wanted uh, a daughter. Mm-hmm. And so uh, our good friend, Scott Land. Yes. Um, made me. At, at, okay, I don't know. We got to get her now. You know, I, I've got to get her set up here mm-hmm. because I. So g- be patient with me. I I don't I because the grand I, reveal. <laughs> I don't know how. To, I gotta find her. I you know. Oh, there she is. Okay, okay. Hi. Hi, Hi. What is what is her name? I'm Judy Jr. And um, a lot of times, um, I want my mom to get me some things. Yeah, honey. But you know, you can't. Yeah, mom. I you I say I say. Do you want Do you want some ice cream? And she's like, No, I want coffee. I want <laughs> coffee with ice cream in it. Yeah. Okay, honey. You're too young. You know, she gets, you know. <laughs> so do yeah. you use her in your act or did you or is it more was it more of a thing that uh I put, her in, maybe? I put her in videos um, okay because you look at my eyelashes landon look at my eyelashes don't yeah you like, don't you like them yeah she's she's amazing <laughs> oh, I, i'm a big fan of scotland's work yeah scott and lisa land yeah yeah yeah. Oh, I forgot to open my mouth. Yeah. Oh, sometimes I can tell the 
I'm curious, what does um, what does Judy Jr. think of Brandon? Oh, actually, they have not met. Oh. I don't know of Brandon. The only person that exists in my universe is Judy Jr. and my mom, Judy. Honey, it's Judy. Yeah, it's Judy. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. I love that. I even have a flower in my hair, just like my mom. Yeah, and well, my flowers on me. Yeah. And honey, what did I tell you about you have to study? But we don't have to go to school now. Yes, you do. On the computer. Okay. I'll go. On the, I'll go to school, mom. And um yeah, I'm gonna be real work real hard. <laughs> okay. So we have a comment from D Daniel Miller, and he said, "Cutie tenuti." <laughs> oh, that's sweet. Are you cutie tenuti? Yeah, I'm cutie tenuti. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, kids try to steal my. Toys, honey. We don't. We don't you share your toys? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love it. They, hey, Landon. They yes. Tried to take my flower. Oh no, they cannot possess a flower. No, they cannot. cannot. No. Flower you? No. no. They cannot defy me. No. <laughs> so anyway, honey, um, what do you have to do now? I'm gonna <laughs> play. Um, what's that? Uh, Candy Crush. Yeah, <laughs> I am gonna go do Candy Crush now. Okay, Landon, I wanna go play Candy Crush. Okay. All right. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what are you doing, honey? Oh, that's my exit, exit, exit dance. Da -da 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 Okay. <laughs> Peter Hefty said, Judy's, "Judy should host a Saturday Night Live. Still America's funniest gal." Oh, who said that? That is so sweet. Peter Hefty. Peter Hefty. <laughs> okay. Thank now, you, Peter. <laughs> Judy, you've got you've got a few books out, don't you? Yes, I do. Um, the very first book I wrote, and I mm -hmm. will get it here. It's called The Power of Judaism. Do you see it? Mm -hmm. Yes. What inspired you to write that book? Well, uh, I, I got a book deal <laughs> in 1990. And the book came out in 1991, and I had a huge book sign. Oh, oh, God, there's so many. Okay, this picture is black and white, and this is me when I was a little girl. I even look like Judy Jr., and my parents made a black and white picture. See, my mom and dad. Oh, wait, can you see my mom and I don't know. Yeah, can we can kind of see it. Yeah, here, let, let me see if I can. Yeah, there we go. Do you see little Judy down there? Mm-hmm. And I'm already dressed up. 
I love it. I love it. I was already, and I made, I made, oh, I'll show you a picture with Bob. How were your, how were your parents, uh, were your parents supportive of your career as a comedian? Oh my God. My parents were the best. They were so excited to meet George Carlin and they were very excited and they came to, our show was in Chicago. Mm -hmm. Plus my mom came with me to the one in Vegas. So she met him twice and my dad met him in Chicago and, um, and, and, oh, they came to my book signing in Chicago at a, a very nice uh, bookstore called in Oak Park, which is my hometown. Mm-hmm. Uh, also the home of Ernest Hemingway and Frank Lloyd Wright. And so huh? I like to sit in uncomfortable chairs and shoot loops. But anyway, um, um, we were at Barbara's bookstore. And my parents were just very excited to be there and very excited. They were sitting right in the front row when I did the show with George Carlin and you know, they would come to my, I, I did a comedy festival. It was called, I think it was called Summerfest in Chicago. And they, my mom came with mm-hmm. a couple of my brothers. And I don't know, it was just great. Anyway, um, here's a pic. Uh, I don't know if I can find a picture in my book. Uh, it, I know there's a picture here with Bob, but Bob, Bob was in costume, okay? Okay. So, uh, because we had a dress as as my titles, um, so I'm trying to find a picture. Oh, here's one. Now he's in drag. Because <laughs> I'm the healer of hermaphrodites, and he's the hermaphrodite. You see it? <laughs> yeah. Can you see that? Oh, that's hilarious. Yes, I can. So I'm I'm healing him. Yeah. So it's uh, that is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. So I have, and I have in here, I have uh, letters to the goddess, and I give uh, advice, of course. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and oh yeah, uh, just just a lot of great. Yeah, it was. It's it's just. I even did some of the drawings myself. Um, here I I did a. Let's see if I could find. I did this. This is supposed to be uh, the kid in high school and grade school that always got made fun of Nick Tubble Lardy. And this, I don't mean anything bad, but he was a little bit heavy. So uh-huh. I drew, that's Nick Tubble Lardy. <laughs> but he was a real funny kid. Like Wait, you this. drew that? I drew that. Wow. Yeah. And I drew uh, a lot of other here. I find, I did one of Madonna in here too, if I could. If I can find it, I don't want to take up all your time. I, no, I, I, I enjoy It's neat seeing your your art. I love that. Yeah. So um, I drew. I do. I drew a lot of. Oh, there's a funny one. If I could find the one of blows in, <laughs> where uh, she, there's Nick Tobolardi. No, not that one. Do you still oh. do you still uh, pursue art projects and and sketch from time to time? Oh. Not as much, you know, mm-hmm. but I will. I will do that. I'm going to sure. work on a painting at this time after I get. But you know, there's so much on Netflix. That's what Bob said. Maybe you can do a Tiger King painting. <laughs> oh, well, look. And so here I did George Bush. This is George, father George Bush, as a. Why did I have him as a. Oh, here, maybe, yeah. 
lock yourself in a cage and don't. Anyway, he's writing a donkey, <laughs> so he's he's writing a, a Democrat, I guess. Anyway, yeah. I don't know. And then, oh, oh my God, I would laugh so hard at these women that would. I I hope I have. Uh, this is just some guy, just a fan. I am a pig, and can you see this guy? Uh huh. We can see him. Yep. <laughs> oh, oh no! It, it's the other. It's the other page. It's the other page. Oh. Yeah. There we go. I'm a pig <laughs> in bondage for Judy. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I just drew all kinds of goofy things, and it, yeah, it was really fun. And uh, anyway, I can't find that picture. Anyway, and then my second book came out in 2013 or 2014. I should have done another one in between, but this one is called Full Frontal Tenuity. Take off of Lady Gaga. Yeah. And I, I have, oh man, I, I just wanted to I have a lot of great photos in here. Um, this is, uh, I, I don't know where to start, but you know, it's just, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's just got, uh, oh, this is, uh, I finally married my soulmate. He's a billionaire on a respirator. And here, <laughs> you see the picture, um, of the guy. Oh, there it is. There it is. Me with that big guy that guy anyway and then um, oh that's funny is that a, is that someone in a mask i couldn't see that very well what that, that the photo that you just showed was that someone wearing a mask or who was that i don't know <laughs> okay <laughs> no um and then i oh i just have a, here's me as um i don't know i, I but you know just a lot of pictures look at all the pictures and I make all jokes underneath them, and you know, so it's it's really good. My my big fat secret. I have something in there that I weighed six hundred pounds when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. Wait, can we see that? Yeah, we can see it. Kind yeah. of, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, it's hard for me to maneuver these things. Anyway, so what? What? How do your two books differ? Oh, well, um, the second one is, I have this one, has three main, uh, three main sections, shall we say. So, um, it's one, the first one is the Hollywood to English Dictionary. Because people always say things that they don't mean in Hollywood, mm -hmm. right? For sure. example, for example, oh, um. Uh, I love, a guy will say to a woman, oh, I love the outdoors and basking in the sun for hours. Yeah, he sells oranges on the freeway. That's what that means. <laughs> so I, I translate what they're what, what it means, you know, and wow. there's a lot of things that. like that. And then I have uh, 40 ways to get a love bucket. And I, I, you know, and then I just tell you all these things. And I have all these great pictures with people. And I don't know. Wow. Oh, look at this great cartoon someone made of me. Oh, that's great. Yeah. 
the accordion yeah. too and everything yeah yeah people yeah. have done that they've they've made really great oh here i am this is cool uh dressed as madonna i made up as that's me uh-huh made up as madonna because oh, wow. i had to be her in my video hot bra cones go, oh look at it on youtube i have a youtube channel with a lot of great videos and i'm on tiktok you got to see me on tiktok too there you go you know you're great right on tiktok yes and um so you're, anyway. you're too good for tiktok judy they don't deserve you <laughs> They have, but I don't know. There's people that can do all these special effects on there. You know, like they get, they turn their scarf. I, you know, they'll play like a Michael Jackson song. Let's do it now. It's, it's, oh, how can I do this? Oh, it's, it's like, oh, can you play Thriller? Thriller, Thriller. That's a Thriller. And then don't look at me. Don't look at me. And then all of a sudden, don't pretend you don't see my hand. You know, that's what they're tricking. Anyway, yeah, they, they do all their editing and stuff, right? Yes. I yeah. don't know how to, they know how to do all that. And it looks it could look pretty cool, you know. Mm. Anyway, but um I do Roseanne on there. Roseanne uh, gets letters and she because she has fans mm -hmm. and uh, blows a hand. And then I also do malaria and um and, and I do some other and then, of course, I'm just me. I'm chilling. I love that. Well, what have you been up to during this quarantine? Any projects oh you're working God. on or anything? As you can imagine, I'm baking up a storm. Oh <laughs> I mean, aside from, from traveling within your home to different... Oh, yes. I, oh, <laughs> I wish... Okay. So, I wish I brought my... Can you give me... You can't let me leave, right? Because I got no. Go ahead. If you I if you have something pretend, to show us, I just pretend that I'm each each room I go into. Oh, you can come with me. Can oh. you? See? Oh, wait, Hi. we're going on a trip together. This is great. Yeah. yeah. Look at this. Watch this. Watch Traveling this. with Judy. Yeah, we're going, and now we're in this room, and uh, oh, look at this beautiful. Somebody made this for me. Oh wow! Uh, isn't that cool? I'm I'm a new cartoon uh, character for Disney. Did you see that? I love that. Well, now okay. there was a star that you passed. What was that? Oh, that's right. Oh, you got it. I forgot all about. I'm not even bragging about myself. <laughs> this is from the Walk of Stars. I last year I was so excited because I've worked in Palm Springs many times, mm. and here here is my star. Jane Tanuta, comedian, artist, love goddess in Palm Springs, the Walk wow. of Stars. And then the year before, phenomenal 2018, I got here's Las Vegas. So I have two stars. Oh, that's great. You got them side by side. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Do, do you see that? I, yeah, we I can see it here. Am I there we go. No, we love this. This is great. Oh, I'm going to show you some of my paintings now. That I oh let's turn on the whole light that would help you. Uh -huh. Oh, this is my um. Oh, I don't know how to work my own house. See, they have recessed lighting in this house. I'm not used to it. <laughs> uh, so wait, can you still see me? Yeah, we can. I made you full screen so we can see everything you want to share with us. Oh, okay. Here, yeah. where's the 
where do I do the light here? Oh, that's better. So this was my very first Grammy nomination. You see, can you see everything? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great collage. Yeah. That was for my uh attention both pirates and lesbians now when i was in new york and i was supposed to be auditioning i wasn't getting a lot of auditions so i painted this uh i i because i studied art so i did it took me a long time to paint this is vermeer's uh girl with the pearl earring can you see her yes i can she's absolutely amazing what was yeah. that like copying a famous work well, it took, uh, it took Is that years. to scale or is that is that yeah, I haven't it's seen pretty, it. it's pretty much to scale. Okay. This is when I started in comedy. I drew myself on stage. Can you see that? Yes, we can. Okay. And then this one I did. This one is a famous Leonardo da Vinci uh drawing. These are all my artists that I really admire. So, mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you can see that. Yes. So I, I drew that. The hardest one, though, was the Vermeer. And this is a Rembrandt, a copy. Uh, this is Rembrandt. And that mm -hmm. was, uh, I don't know if you could see that. I don't know if I should be talking about this. Anyway, and then <laughs> this is my second Grammy nomination for In Goddess We Trust. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, you can see that one. There, there I am. Anyway, that oh, look at my Bullwinkle poster. Bob gave me this. Or maybe he forgot to take it, and I got to keep it. <laughs> my Bullwinkle poster. So that's pretty cool. And um, then we're heading back into, okay, there are the stars again. <laughs> I forgot about my stars. Oh, that's good. Uh, anyway, so here we are back in the room. Wow. Oh, and I forgot. I, I forgot why I went in the other room. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> I went. I have to put on. I pretend I'm in a different city. Mm -hmm. In each room, you know that. Yeah. Hello, there I am. Well, there I am. Oh, wait a minute. Do you want? So we were we were talking about what you were working on in quarantine, and then and then you had showed us some stuff. Oh, hello. <laughs> yeah um um well it's really bad because i'm i'm just i'm not saying it's bad but mm -hmm. uh, i'm working i'm supposed to be working on a painting but i didn't get to that yet and i have to edit a, a comedy special that i filmed hi i filmed uh in at the end of january beginning of february so i'm working on that and uh, also, what am I doing? Um, uh, yeah, and then I should be practicing my accordion, right, Mom? My mom would always. <laughs> my mom, here's my mom. Jody, go in that closet until you can play Lady of Spain in the dark. And so, yeah, I did. Anyway, um, so that was that was cool. Uh, the main thing. It was great that my mom made me, because I was going to put the accordion away. I wasn't going to use mm. it. And when I moved out of the house, she said, wait a minute. My mom said, Jody, you're taking that accordion with you. I go, Mom, it's not cool. Because, you know, I was like 20 and, I, and you know, right? Mm -hmm. I, I wanted to be cool. And 
And then she goes, right. now you're taking it. You'll thank me later. Yeah. Hello. So anyway, there she is. Well, I, I have several accordions also, by the way. This is not my first. This is a much later one. My mm. first one, I do believe it's in the closet, but I don't want to take her down because, you know, she's delicate. Sure. And um, anyway, and then, of course, I was very fortunate uh, that Weird Al was doing a show, the Weird Al show. And it was like a morning show, sort of like the P on the order of Pee Wee. He was Playhouse. And I got to play Madam Judy, his psychic friend. Madam Judy. Oh, hello. I'm Madam Judy. And I can predict the present. So anyway, I was on his, his show. It was it's a great, great. bit. I was on yeah. How yeah, did you on how did you get on his show? Did they reach out to you and say that they wanted well, you for the role? It well, it helped that I knew him. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I knew him and he had emo on the show and he had mm -hmm. myself and uh and and he had various other people that did, but he put me on repetitive i did i did six episodes as madam it was so much fun and it was so colorful we had so 